Welcome to Minority Corner. With an Eke. And James. The Wonder Twins of Podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. On Minority Corner. Hey, girlfriend. Oh my god, I didn't know. Oh my god. Mm-mm-mm. Where are we? Is this 2019? This is 2019. New mm. year, new you, yes. new me, new us. All of us. Just take, take a gander around this Minority Corner. You're like, oh my god, it's so, it's new, it's Fresh. sparkly. We got, you know, we got some facials done. Mm. We got a little buff on the puff. Hey, we got hey. our, I don't I got know. My what dazzlers. I'm yes. bedazzling things. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's 4th of July, but, but you, know you know what? what? It's coming. You know what? There's going to be this year? What? The 4th of July. That's true. It's that, coming. That happens, so it's going to be ready. in July. Get ready. Uh, we're doing all kinds of things getting you ready for your new year, new you, new us, new me, new we. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about how the environment is actually not do- is doing all right. Yes. But it's doing terrible, okay. but there's some positive but lights. Some posi- you know, we're kicking this year off mm-hmm. with some positivity. Yes, we are. And I actually uh, want to talk about, I was on a TV show. Yes. I sprinkle some uh, behind the scenes. BTS. Ooh. Hashtag BTS. Yes. Getting it, getting it, which not to be confused with the Korean pop man. Yes, that people like a lot. A lot, yeah. And we're not going to discuss that any more than just here in the opening, but... But you know what? You know what? Maybe now we'll you know. put a hashtag in the... Maybe, maybe we'll put it in there so we can get some hits. And also, uh, I want to help you all setting your, your year right. Yes. Uh, so I have some uh, New Year, New You, uh, Nia, in honor of Kwanzaa, the Purpose Day. Yes. Of helping you to set your purpose and get rid of fear and what are your six human needs which ones are the ones that you value yeah we're gonna help you set your goals for your life or oh this year i love it yeah bit by bit down for it okay. um should we head into it then? let's get in it my lovely lady let's friend. go for you and you and you and even you especially you are you that person that's listening right now? Or is that who I we're talking about? I know who they are. Okay. Like that person who is just you like. You know who you are. You no, know, you need this. There's that I person know. that, like, you know, yeah. really needs it. Who's listening to us reluctantly. And, but they're like, New Year, New Them. Yes. And so they're just trying to expand their horizons. Yes. They've been inspired by, you know, maybe WKMO Bell's show on CNN. Sure. And uh, they're they, searching for some new black voices to listen or to. Or they were like, you know what? I accidentally watched an episode of Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Why are you bringing it another week? Kick it off the another gate. Another week. Because I'm just still into the show. I'm you know just what? still into the show. I think that we're a great compliment to other popular black podcasts I out there. So too, yeah. Like, you know, if you listen to The Read, mm-hmm. we're like their sillier... Care Bear Cousins. Care Bear Cousins. Mm-hmm. Care Bear Stare. Um, if you listen to... Um, What's that Oprah's one? Oprah's Super Soul Sessions. Yeah. We, I'm a, I, I mean, I'm not putting myself in the same category as Oprah, but sure. I'm going to go out on a limb here and do it because mm-hmm. I feel like we've. <laughs> it's a new year and you've got to, yeah. you know, set your sights Speak on the next into, level. Speak yeah. to existence. I mean, I feel like it was kind of bold of myself to put us in the category of the read, but I'll do it. I mean, I think so. I think uh, yeah. one of... Still processing. I think that we are not more pop culture than they are, believe it or not really 
Yeah. I haven't listened to them. The- Do I listen to them? <laughs> this is... I, I just, I just I'm trying smile. to give shout outs I'm right now. I'm just smiling and nodding. I listen to Minority Corner and that's it. I'm okay. And okay. Oprah. <laughs> I know. Clearly. And Lewis House School of Greatness. And this, you know, there's not a time. Yeah, I know. There's not I'm a white. lot. Keep It is another great okay. one. They are super... You would like Keep okay, It. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Send it over. Red Rover, Red Rover, send Keep It right over. That's not bad. But we I think that we fit in nicely within all of those. So welcome if you listen to those. Yeah. Joining in with more black voices. We're holding hands, the black voices. All together. <laughs> um, so it is a new year. Yes, twenty nineteen. It is odd number. Say that three times fast. Can't. Twenty nine second twenty nine. Too many ends. Are you gonna say neke? It's hard. Twenty nineteen neke. That works. Ugh. That works. I, but here's what we didn't do. What? I think we all need to pump the brakes because we've only got one more year left to do it, and we've been so busy with all the other things happening. Okay, what well, we got this year for? What's this decade called? It's I'm the sorry teens. I got really intense. I know. I was... Like, I was mad at <laughs> you for not teens. doing it. So, do we have do we have that in writing? No. Okay, well, that's what we need to do. Also, I think this... People haven't really been designating between 2000 to 2010. It's like the whole 2010. thing. <laughs> I know. It feels like from 2000 to 2020 is like all the same decade. We're like, oh, yeah, it's the 2000s. Wait, guys, come on. No, it's going to be the 2000s for a very long time. Uh, it's just it's still there. And then when we get to the 20s, we'll be like, oh, okay, now, now let's it's do that 20s. thing. Like, like the twenty, how about? But it's gonna be. I, I. Here's what I think. Yeah. Well, because we had the aughts. Yes, but we, did anybody call it the aughts? I did, and I'm somebody. Okay. I'm somebody, somebody. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna keep me down. Stop you know, it. I'm so so motivated. <laughs> well, I'm somebody. I'm I want to start using that. Like anytime someone's like, because people always use it. They're like, didn't anybody ever listen to that? You're like, You're like I, I did, did, and I'm, I'm somebody. I I'm like somebody, that. Somebody, ain't nobody gonna keep me down. I don't even New know year. that song. Oh, who is that? That's Beyonce. Which one? We're your dream girls. Oh, that's my favorite song. It's not Beyonce. Then, then it's Dream Girls. It's Dina or Dinah. What was her name in that show? Dina. Mm. Yeah, but it's like, not. Uh, it's, she's like, Dina, Dina, don't you love me so well? What about me? What about me? You know what has not changed? It might be New Year, New Us. What did I step <laughs> in? James literally said, We got t- nothing to talk about. <laughs> and now here we are in Dream I'm Girls. So bad, so bad. I'm just doing a Dream Girls <laughs> mashup reenactment. I know. <laughs> Only two lines were from the same song. I'm somebody, somebody, and nobody gonna keep me down. It's my favorite, because you know what? Oh, you know why? It's not a very prevalent song in Dreamgirls. It's like in it's part not. of their montage. It's oh, like after they kick out you Abby, like it. she's and you like... Love a, you love a montage. I do love a montage. Mm-hmm. I love a montage. And they kick Effie out, yeah. and then they do like a, like, here's, the, here's how the dreams have been going. Uh, and they like show all those songs. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it isn't just Beyonce. It was a and Broadway Nina, play. Nina, Nina, oh wait, An- Aneka Rose. Yeah, but I'm talking about that it existed before the movie. Hmm? Stop it. 
I'm a I movie. thought that you were a theater I, Broadway baby now. I'm you should be move, getting credit for this. Aficionado. You come back to California and now like, you just you're back at Hollywood. it with me. Da, 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 I got my eyes set on the prize. See, I told you just like in that episode a long time ago when we were talking about it and you said that you are an artiste oh, because okay. of theater now. Yeah. Nope, nope, come back into the sa- California yep. sunshine. Ooh, look at this sign. Ready for some movies and some TV. Get me on it. Speaking of TV. Yes. If you're listening to this and it's past January 3rd yes. and you have a CBS All Access account, yes. you can see me on the season finale of Kevin Williamson's Tell Me a Story. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. High five. Ooh, bam. That was awesome. I have my one line on the show. What's the line? Um, Miss Thorne, when you have a moment and scene. I like that. Yeah. That was very no, good. You know, um, I got to work with Becky Newton, okay. who was on Ugly Betty. Sure. She played Amanda the secretary. Ah. Such a sweet, amazing, wonderful woman. I've met both like, her and Michael Urie. They, nice. They played, yeah, the, yeah, off but, of each other. Yeah, and so I, I've met them both. I met Michael Urie at Gay Days in Disneyland. And, nice. Uh, I've been watching Superstore. Oh, okay. <laughs> and America Ferrara. Look yes. at us, the trifecta. <laughs> and I saw her. Uh-huh. On the view, so there oh, we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Superstar is excellent. I it's on my queue. It's really good. It's the first season's choppy. Okay, so I, they, can I just jump into the third season? No, because they set up. Oh, they okay. set up some stuff. So it's but been a slow burn. Just know that the first three episodes are a little weird, but the characters really solidify. Okay, they get good. Yeah, I hear I hear great things, and I'm here it's for America fluff. Ferrara. Oh, I, I love I, her. I her. She was my favorite in those pants that were traveling around. Yeah, yeah. No, She's, that's sisters. Who? I always get confused with the traveling pants and then the she's, Yaya sisters. Wasn't she in the pants? Yeah, but there's two stories. And she's in both of them? No. Oh, okay. But it's similar. Oh, okay. Yaya sisters and traveling pants. Did they pass anything bonding. in the Yaya? I don't think so. Okay. That's what they were missing. I don't even know if they're actually sisters in the Yaya sisters. Anyways. Okay. America Ferrera is really awesome. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Love but her. it was my dream to be on television and I got to be on, even if it was just one line, my character does not get, the show got picked up for season two. You don't get killed. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm not getting killed. You might come back. Concierge might come back with a few more lines. I mean, I feel like you might need we, to send in a reel just to might, remind them. Just to remind them, oh, they'll remember. Oh, yeah, they'll know. Because that would be a great twist. But it was really cool movie magic mm-hmm. because I uh, they... They like so my line like in television mm-hmm. they they like are whispering especially when they're like plotting like oh we've got this guy in the basement so yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. whisper because they hide on every TV show they're hiding mics on the actors oh. so not just using like the boom mic they are hiding like other microphones so on them actually whisper so they can actually like whisper it's like you know like you and I we're just you know talking there's a yeah. microphone here but we need right. to we need to project oh well, this theater. is not theater this is not the theater you know we're you in know, California the, yeah we're in California we're casual like, acting in, casual cash act. <laughs> I'm just acting. <laughs> I, um, was, oh, and so, uh, but my line was off of one of the actresses. Oh, one of the actresses, she played George O'Malley's mother on Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. Before I went into the show, yeah. I, I researched everybody. All these I figured it's yep. James. Looked at my call sheet. I was like, because yeah. I want to make sure you know me. Of course I, I do. Awkwardly Who are you? say things to celebrities don't even get me started. so when i first met becky I newton you did a good job i said Uh-oh. i <laughs> and there was a gamble because this could have gone either way what did you say you know, i'm always talking to people about their canceled shows i know and i said oh i was such a big fan of yours on ugly betty i wish it would have run forever 
That's not bad. And she said, me too. And That's we not were bad. Instantly in. That's not bad. It was instantly in. Yeah. Because I feel like there's enough space. Yes. Ugly Betty was a while ago. And it was a little, yeah. If it was a recent. If it was like a recent burn where. Or if like, I was like, damn, your show got canceled. That's not good. And also good. the approach. And like, yeah. we say, oh, I wish it would have been forever. You, I mean, it's questionable, James. Yeah, because also but she's been doing other things since then. Because you're bringing up her canceled show. And she's currently on, uh, she's got, she's a series regular on the divorce show with Sarah Jessica Parker. Who cares about that? But like, she, I wish she could have been like, you're not watching my most recent works. But then she would have been a bitch. And that wasn't her. And also, Ugly Betty, it was a huge show. Yeah, yeah. So, and that clearly was probably her first break. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that you said that, you picked a good show to talk so like, about. Yeah. A good canceled right, show. a good canceled one. And it went on for years. Yes, four years. Mm-hmm. Well, good enough. Yeah. That's a solid amount of time. Yeah. It could it be better. Needed one more season. I think Superstore's been on for four. Four. Boo, be careful, America. I think it's Knock great. on wood. They're doing okay. I, but they had, like, so I couldn't hear my line, my mm-hmm. cue, off mm-hmm. of, like, because they were, like, whispering, so they would hide a PA in between every take oh. who was listening, and he would, like, tap the floor when it was my turn to walk over there. That was his job? M- movie magic. Everyone's got a job. There are no small parts. On those sets, I got. I had my own dressing room. I've never had my own dressing room. Damn, they must have had a lot ever. of dressing rooms. They well, there's there were eight like me. I was with the rest of like the main cast. Yeah, so, like, look at you. I walked out. Had a line. Had a line. You're part of the rest of the cast. Yes. I get there like, sir, uh, can we get you anything for breakfast? Ooh. I was like, no, I can get it. They're like, no, 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 we'll get it for you. What did you ask for? Well, here's the thing. Okay. They do that not because you're getting star treatment, because they need to keep eyes on you at all times. Just to make sure you don't run. Well, just to make sure that like because you think about this all these moving parts and yeah, they've got a, a shot set up they mm-hmm. can't be like where'd that guy go that's very you can't true. be holding up the production no they need to know where you are but what did you order to eat oh i had waffles and you eggs. could order waffles oh they had a full breakfast like spread i just said oh something sweet and savory and they ran down look the at PA. you oh just wanted... surprising oh here's another good fun okay what? <laughs> went down to the hair and makeup room yes and i'm always a little nervous when i go to makeup yeah because black people Two black women Damn. in the hair and makeup space. And okay. I told her, I rode with one of them in the elevator later. I was like, I was really relieved when I walked in and saw you there. Mm-hmm. They like, I also never had that. They like uh, fixed me up in the back. Like nice. my hair is black lady. Just give me a little shape up. I got like a free haircut. This is good. Okay, CBS it was access. amazing. It was great. And okay. I also got to hang out. I had a stand-in. You had a stand-in? Yes, I had a stand-in. So that way I have to stand there. For those of you not in the, you know, no. Industry. The stand-in allows you to not have to stand there while they're setting up new shots you can go have a seat and take and like and what is a stand in what did your stand in look like this is a tall white guy oh but I didn't have to stand there yeah, wait for them to fix a new shot I was hoping that they had somebody that like, looked just like, you. like me they were but like I guess that's like that's yeah too much it just yeah. literally like oh he's gonna be standing there that's, yeah. that, that's the job? That's their job, yeah. They're, it's usually one of the... It'll either be a PA or an, one of the extras. Oh. Yeah, so they can set the shots. Okay, so but yeah, and there's like 50 extras on set, and I didn't... Wow, yeah. and you mm. had a line. I audition. I, you know, my I agent it. send me out for the audition, and you have to audition for even those one-liners. Every, you have to audition so for those. I'm like, impressed, James. And Becky gave me some really encouraging words of advice. Nice. So that I, like... My, for the three years of being out in New York between Black Panther and mm-hmm. the commercial that I just did and then this, she said that I'm doing really great. Not to mention your billboard. And the billboards and stuff, the, too. This was before the billboard. This, the billboards were coming, yeah, the billboards hadn't gone. I had just shot the commercial. But you didn't know that you were going to no, be. but I told her, she's like, oh, what have you been up to? And I gave her, like, the list of stuff. Yeah. And she was really sweet and awesome. That's so, really inspiring. That's good to know. Yeah, I just sort of keep on, keep on trucking. And I she said, it. your mental, like, your mental state is, like, the best 
like that's the most important thing with this industry and just laugh that's a good person to have in your corner yeah I yeah. love that so it was really reassuring and you didn't alienate her either I and I succeeded in that. Yeah. So that's what's going on in my environment. I'm, let's talk about the environment. Oh, okay. What that else was is happening? Okay, so you know what? Crazy detour. Yes. Really crazy detour. <laughs> but you said environment, and I want to bring up this thing because I read this article way back yonder in 2018. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, Do you what remember? a year. Black you Panther know, came out that it was year. A while ago. Um, they said the environment was going to hell. Yeah, so they, yeah, they basically said that, you know, shit's going to be really shitty yeah. unless we get our act together. But there was this article that came out in December mm. um, on Earther, which is a subdivision of Gizmodo. Oh, fun. So science. Yeah. Um, they have their shit together. And they said... Rare environmental victories in 2018. So I kind of want to go into oh, 2019. Great. Which will also be inspiring because I feel like sometimes we can get so bogged down of yeah. like, ah, the world is melting. Exactly. Like, I don't want us to like sit on our laurels and congratulate ourselves because of this list, but I do want us to know that things have been, there are some positive lights yeah. to keep us going. Some things are working. Mm-hmm. So keep at it and do more. So I'm just going to read off a couple of things. Okay. So remember the Keystone XL pipeline? Ugh, yes. Yeah, so that was bullshit. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, in November of 2018, the U.S. District Court judge vacated Trump's presidential permit. The analysis the State Department conducted to grant the 1,179-mile-long crude oil pipeline didn't get into impacts the pipeline would have on climate change. So District Court Judge Brian Morris, he instructed the federal go- government to get on that. Mm. So this is good news. It's a little kind of law blah 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 but basically that means that um um they put a pause on it okay well, that's so, great so it's yeah. not okay it's not moving forward that's fantastic which is really good um a little something that is a little less um you know Exciting. convoluted okay yeah is basically so scott pruitt if you know anything about Scott he's Pruitt, he's the in, uh, environment. He's the secretary of the he EPA. He was EPA, right? Yeah. He denied climate change, yeah. which is ridiculous. He repealed key environmental legislation, Terrible. but basically he quit. Oh right, yeah, mm-hmm. in July. Yeah. That's great. So that's great for environment. Winning, winning, winning. Get yes. that man out of there. Out. Do we know his replacement is yet? Don't. It's crazy. You know, there's so many. Like even to this day, because I was uh, listening to Amorosa's audiobook, <laughs> and there's still notes of that come on that later in the year. Yeah. Uh, but they're still like they were never planned to obviously be in the White House. So there's still yeah. all these like hundreds of positions that are still unfulfilled it's a in our door, government. Man, it's scary. But there's like even positions they just never filled. Blech. Jeez. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking sinking ship. Anyways, um, someone who did get elected, who we always talk about. Ocasio-Cortez. Is, yeah. So she created the Green New Deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I've only been hearing buzzes about it. I don't really know a lot about it. So basically the Green New Deal is, um, it's basically kind of, it wants to rapidly phase down U.S. dependence on fossil fuels. Perfect. Which is excellent. Which is what we need. That's what the Earth about. needs. Mm-hmm. It can help us not die in 12 years. Um, 11, no, yeah, it's 2019. Right, yeah. So basically, um, she joined protests, they did sit-ins, they talked about it. Unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi is not really, mm. she kind of thwarted it, mm-hmm. which kind of 
is one of the concerns that I have about the Democratic Party, where I feel like old school Democrats aren't accepting new school Democrats mm-hmm. and their ideals that are progressive, yeah. which I think we need to be really uniting on this front, especially now in 2019. Yeah. But the conversation's out there. Yeah. And Ocasio-Cortez, she brought it to the main light. It's mainstream. Everybody yeah. knows about the New Green Deal. Yeah, yeah. So that means that more people are talking about it and there's still chances to get it yeah. going. And I feel like the election 2020 will have, you'll see more conversations about the environment on oh, that yeah. political front stage than I ever hope so. before. Because it's been like some, like in the peripheral, but I think because, I think this is going to be one of the hot button topics. And Claire McCaskill also similarly, she's that outgoing senator. She yeah. lost because she had voted, I believe, uh, not in favor of Brett Kavanaugh. She knew she was going to lose. But then mm. she also has some really crazy stuff about uh, Ocasio-Cortez of just like, Ugh. oh, you know, That's she's going right. too far. And it's like this idea that folks feel like by by going towards like, you know, saying that diversity is a, the mm-hmm. issue that we need to talk about, that they keep saying like, oh, what about, you know, white working class people? You're, we're not she, saying fuck Ocasio you to Cortez you. Cortez represents a district that's filled with minorities. She's representing the people that who are there. Yeah. So it's like, get over your... Oh, I hate it. And part of why she she ran in a district that like those people had been forgotten about for you know deck for a good while, mm-hmm. and she didn't you know uh, she's not saying you know fuck you white people good luck, but no. she and I think that the people have this issue that they think that like oh we're gonna be forgotten and left That's behind. Okay. We're looking out for all Americans. It's we're paying attention to people who have been forgotten and yep. left behind. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. time to take a seat back. Yeah, you're not gonna be forgotten. Yep. You're there, you... but maybe not be the center of the story for once. Interesting. Who would have thought? Wow. Hmm. Here's some good news. Ooh, I love good news. The ozone hole is healing. How? I thought we would never get that healed. I don't know. The United Nations announced that the ozone hole could heal in our lifetimes. That's amazing. I know. People pretty much felt that that was impossible in 1980. But it just goes to show that environmental policy is working. Wow, that's great. Also, too, like being back here in California has been really amazing because I'm seeing a lot of like solar panels over like carports and stuff. Oh, yeah. And like most, like Kaiser has like tons of those. I love it. That's amazing. Something simple that if you're a corporation that you can do, Mm -hmm. you know, some solar panels. Um, there are new protected areas in Latin America. That's great. Yeah. So Peru and Chile stepped up their game this year by creating new national parks. Um, so Chile's national park stretches over a million acres. Wow. And Peru's covers more than two million. Damn. Which is good because of that new crazy ass Brazilian president in Latin yes. America. Yep. Who's going to basically destroy the Amazon. Yep. We need some more protected areas down there. Yeah. So I'm glad that Peru and Chile are stepping up. That's great. Awesome job over there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Pacific Islands leading on the environment, mm. which is good. So the Pacific Islands have the most to lose in the face of changing climate. Yeah, I remember I was talking about a few weeks ago yes. uh, that there's a lot of people are displaced down there in, the, in their islands because of, like you were just about to talk about, that yeah. because of the environment. Yeah, rising sea levels, mm-hmm. warming, all of that. Um, but Palau moved to ban sunscreen. Containing chemicals like ozobenzone and oh, otocrylene. I never even thought about that. And, and um, parabens because they harm coral reefs. Yeah. Um, the F- Fiji's prime minister, Frank Banimara, just called upon the rest of the world to get this shit together to mm. avoid the worst case scenario in its future. So they're the litmus tests. Yeah. You people know? love Fiji. The people fucking love taking their pictures Ooh, on those people love cabanas Fiji. over the water. Tony Robbins and Oprah better put their money down there because they love Fiji. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to bring up a couple of those things. That is so helpful. And it's mm-hmm. actually really inspiring. I feel like, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I feel even more, I, I actually really 
really enjoyed 2018. I had a good ride. That's and good. I feel like this is helpful, too. I think there's a lot of hope that's coming into 2019. Yeah, we got to keep going. There's a lot of sort of personal empowerment and power that I think that we're realizing that we have and mm-hmm. how much like action that we can take up. Exactly. On that note, I'd like to continue the empowerment yeah. train and kick our new year into a new you. Let's do it. Hello, I'm Oliver Wong, DJ, scholar, and journalist. And I'm Morgan Rhodes, music supervisor and stiletto devotee. And we host Heat Rocks, a podcast where we invite our favorite musicians, writers, and scholars to talk about the albums that have changed their lives. Morgan, what exactly is a heat rock? It's a record that's like hot fire, combustible. Basically, just a really, really good album. We've taken a deep dive into Nigerian funk from the 70s. He kind of had like a bad reputation in in town as just being like a sketchy dude. (laughs) And he was just making music that for thousands of miles around him, he was the only person doing anything like that. 1980s teen comedy soundtracks. This soundtrack always felt the same to me as like when I would find a, a great blazer at a thrift store that I could, I was like, oh, this is going to be me now. We've talked about Prince, Boys to Men, Kendrick Lamar, and everything in between. Heat Rocks, every Thursday here on Maximum Fun. New year, new me, new you. So, um, a little, I mean, I'm going to peek behind the curtain and we can either edit this out or not. Okay. Today's actually December. Oh, yeah. We're still in 2018. Still 2018, That's why it's y'all. been hella hard for us to say 2019. We're like, ooh, because I don't know those words. We're trying to front load. We need a break. But today <laughs> is actually uh, still Kwanzaa. Yes. And today is Nia, which is about purpose. Yes. And as the new year comes around, a lot of people are trying to really redefine their purposes or goals or resolutions for the year. And I'm a huge advocate as like the new year being an opportunity to refocus sort of goals. You yeah, know? I love that. Not so much like resolutions, but I think goals. And so I think I, a goal is a good thing to have. Right. Yeah. And they can be many sort of goals. And I wanted to, you know, I went to the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within conference. Yeah. And I there's a lot of tools that I gained from it. I wanted to share with you all some of the things I think that would be really helpful in terms of helping you to build what you think this new year for yourself is going to be. I love it. Okay. James's power corner. Power corner. Unleash your power within <laughs> Nia. Create goals. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> one of the first things we kind of talked about was that success has a cycle. Mm. And so it pretty much starts off with like your potential. Okay. And then potential, you turn into action. All right. And then from the action, you're going to get some results. I like that. And from those results, it's going to either form some sort of belief or certainty from mm. it. It's either belief that like, mm, I can't do this or a belief that you can do it and then you sort of repeat into that sort of cycle. Okay. Would you say that if you get the belief that you can't do it, is that necessarily a bad thing? Um, We'll come back to that. Maybe I'll get that answered for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in it. And so I, so stress is the, uh, what Tony talks about is how stress is actually the achiever word for fear. Oh. Uh, I think high achievers like yourself and myself and most of the people that are listening that I, you know, that fear, a lot of that fear is kind of stress is 
is coming from a fear that like you're gonna fail it's gonna fail and it's all gonna blow up my face and, true you know? yeah and so if you're having those feelings come up just realize oh that's just my it's an achiever bell that's sort of rolling up wow. because we love to ha- succeed and have things go well for right. ourselves uh, so there's a lot of what Tony talks about is like what we do is sort of like dancing with our fear you know what that's really good point because a lot of times that I don't have stress and anxiety is when I don't care mm. oh my god absolutely mm-hmm. and that's what we'll talk about too but he talks about that as being into a beautiful state and you're just in like uh, this sort of where things and things just sort of click yeah and they just sort of happen but yeah. you don't have that fear right. that's sort of going over it's like I wish I could transfer that I don't care apathy sometimes into things that I actually do care about and actually I mean I had learned a trick back in acting school is uh, developing fuck itness so I, ah. sometimes before I go out and do a show or an audition I just say fuck it yeah because there's something so powerful about it you just right. and that essentially what you're doing is letting go and people kind of love that attitude mm-hmm. it's like when they say that you go up for a job interview and mm-hmm. you already have a job mm-hmm. you don't that desperation isn't there and that people can smell desperation from a mile away <laughs> love me ah, i and so repetition builds mastery yeah um you know and sometimes just like getting a little bit better or just trying each time like it'll just sort of keep inching your way towards there it's so true uh, roger bannister is a great example when he created the three the three minute he got the, they said that there could never be anything shorter than like a four minute mile mm. and he broke that mold with like a 3.57 uh, 3.57 seconds mile that's nuts it's crazy no minute yes that's what i meant Woo-hoo. Uh, But it's again that thing that like, you know, whether you say that you can or you can't, you're right. Like it's sort of such a mental thing. And they said it couldn't be done. And now they're breaking all these other different records. Cool. Uh, So essentially what it comes down to is like fear versus faith. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to, you know, uh, end our own pain. Mm. Uh, That like through opening up, feeling through it, dancing it out. Mm. That pain is actually going to be a part of of life. And it's sort of like what we make of it. Yeah, not everything's going to be easy. No, absolutely. And our, our minds will always find something to try try to blame ah. and so if we can because we don't it's, it's uncomfortable we're like oh i need to get this out of me yeah, yeah 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 um but if we can find a way to take ownership of it ah. feel through it okay. and then you can sort of heal through it because mm. there's this other thing too it's like if we don't feel the things that are hurting us yeah they just sort of stay buried inside it's uh, sort of like a thorn on your heart okay um, and, and it's just always kind of there. But mm-hmm. if you just sort of allow it to sort of pass through and to feel it, mm-hmm. then you can move through it. It's kind of like crying it out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Crying is a great thing. Go have a cry right now. Press pause and cry. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was <laughs> like, I don't have to. I'm okay. Oh, right, okay. I'm Let's see right. this. Let's okay. see this. I'm okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Until you said press pause. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was like, are you sensing something? <laughs> I thought I'm pretty chill right now. I'm just no. relaxed. <laughs> uh, so our life is filled with a bunch. Our life is filled with patterns. And yeah. so that's, again, when you're building towards success or goals for yourself, it's literally just what you're trying to do is form new patterns. Right. And healthy patterns or non-healthy patterns. You, again, get to, to, to choose. Um, this doesn't really have apply, but like when you're setting new goals for yourself, uh-huh. um, there's this metaphor. If you want to take the island, burn the boat. So there were these warriors who were going up against, uh, they were trying to take this island back or whatnot. Okay. And so they burned their boats. Oh. Saying, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm oh. going to take this island. Like, there's no retreat. There's this is no violent. going back. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, but I, mean, I find I it really empowering. Yeah. Um, but if you want to take it, it's just that sort of like what the you have dedication. to do. The dedication. There's no turning back from okay, it. Okay, I got it, yeah. Um, and so we essentially have to start developing new repetitions and patterns uh, that are going to push you past sometimes your, your comfort zones got to it. achieve new results. I If it was easy, you'd already be doing it. Yeah, That's what sure. you were kind of talking about, yeah. you know? And sometimes it's like we've talked about the pushing through that pain. Like you're at the gym, it hurts a little bit, mm. uh, but you're going to build a new sort of stronger muscle right uh stretching you know yeah i you know i've been i'm not that flexible but i try to like stretch and it's uncomfortable and the more that i stretch it gets more and more comfortable yeah that's kind of like what i've been going through for this last drag of pregnancy yeah where it i feel like one i've been pregnant for a hundred years and two (laughs) it's reached a point where i'm tired of it yeah and literally on my drive to come pick you up Mm -hmm. from the bar station Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, if I've gotten this far, I can make it through the next way. I I can do this. I only have like six more weeks. I can do this. And then, you know, it's going to be scary and nerve wracking and stressful to, you know, have this baby. Mm -hmm. But I can do it. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. Oh, my God. You literally got to my next point. Ah, for well, there's two points to it. Okay, and you're gonna see this is exactly what I was saying. So I, when I was there at the conference, it was kind of reminding me of how much like we are not fragile. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. not fragile human we're beings. We're sturdy. We're so we are. That is a great. We I am a sturdy human. Unless you're Mr. Glass from M Night Shyamalan. Ooh, he ain't sturdy. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> He ain't that broken either, so he's finding his way. Because you know what? What yeah. you're just saying, I, I can handle this. Yeah. That's literally what you told yourself. I can handle this. It's been a new mantra of mine that I've been using because I really like it because it's not like, oh, like you're going to Olivia Pope this. That's what yeah. Olivia Pope does. She handles it's shit. It's handled. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like that so much for, I've been using that more so as like, instead of like, oh, I'm going to get through this. But like, no, I'm not only going to get through this. I'm going to do gonna it well. handle it. Yeah. Because look at your track records of receipts, listeners, that you've always handled it. And mm-hmm. if you didn't, you died and you're listening to this podcast and you didn't die you're, no you i'm made still here yeah feet are planted but also i can't i also don't want to say like people who die are weak either mm. i'm not saying that either but yeah, i think no, a lot of i just wanted to clear but a lot of like what our fear is 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 stemmed to the thought that we're it stems to uh the fear of, uh, it connects a failing. a failing but that failure because you're thinking that time is is infinite and it kind of connects that sort of like it seems like it's a stretch, but it's connected to this like fear of like of death, you know. Right. And and so if you just which is of, the unknown, which is the unknown, absolutely. Which girl, did you go to this conference? Put a pin in that too. Get back to unknown. You'll see. But you can handle <laughs> this in 2019. You can handle yeah. this. Look at the back of all the receipts of the things that you've done. You've handled at each pay at each stage. Right. Um, something for if you're building new goals, mm-hmm. finding ways to measure something. It's hard to manage something if you can't measure it. So uh, finding, that's true. Finding little ways that you can find to sort of measure it. I love that. Yeah. I love that because I actually, I mean, I hate to keep bringing it up, but no, it's the biggest up. thing that's happened to me recently. And you're learning so much about. Right. Yeah. Especially about myself. Yeah. Because I was doing that same drive. I don't know why I'm so introspective in this drive, but it's good preparation. Yeah. But I was thinking, I was like, you know what? It's crazy that. I mean, currently, you're listening to this, I'm hella more pregnant, mm-hmm. because it's several weeks, but we're in the past, like you said before, at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, I'm still very, I'm like 31, about to be 32 weeks tomorrow. Yeah. And I was thinking like, wow, how did I get through 
these 32 weeks. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, I just segmented it. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm in the first trimester. I have to get to the second trimester. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm in the second trimester. I have to get to the third trimester. And the only reason that I'm thinking like, oh my God, I got to get to the end is because I don't have any more segments to go. Mm. And that helped. Yeah, taking it bit by bit. By bit. And I need to think about it that way. Like when I wrote an academic paper, it was like, oh, I just got to finish my research. Oh, I need to pull out my quotes. Right. Oh, I need to actually write this segment. Yeah. Now I'm writing this other segment and then eventually you finish it Mm. so i love like giving measurements because the measurement when you look at the whole picture it's daunting you're gonna be like how can i and then that goes into like your stress patterns and right fear of failure just is in your face inactivity yeah so like yep Breaking bit by down. bit is the best yeah i love that that Mm -hmm. i i i love i and i um yeah even if it's sometimes like to setting like new goals of like i I, I love using the month as like, mm-hmm. like we overestimate what we can do in a week and underestimate what we can do in a year. Yeah. Of like a month know, is an excellent time frame. I've tried to volunteer once a month, mm-hmm. or I try to call a family member outside of my immediate family once a month. Yeah. You know, like in yeah. setting it that way. So what I've done is I actually use a quarterly tracking sheet. I like quarter systems. Oh, okay. And so I have different sort of areas that I want to sort of grow in, and so I have a little spreadsheet, and it's like a category for like business, relationships, health being an actor, minority corner, finances, romance, family, friends, and hobbies. And, I love it. And what are the things underneath there? And so that end of each quarter, sometimes it's just things of like, get new headshots. And so I just complete it, right? Yeah. And I print it out in like an 11 by 17. And then I was, some of them are scores. So I, and you find this isn't that works for you. I love it's a score. It's whatever works for whoever. Yeah. I love crossing things off lists. I'm crossing things off lists. So I'll give myself a, sort of a score of like, oh, you know, how did... How do I do like waking up at 630 in the morning this this quarter, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, mm, like uh, I didn't do it all the time, sometimes a three. And so then it's just sort of like tracking to sort of how can I get that to be a four for next yeah. time, you know, and some stuff that you just sort of did. Oh, yep. Called a family member once a month. Uh, boom. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's excellent. It's just about reevaluating what causes you to be motivated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So a big thing that Tony was talking about in the conference is our relationship to motion and emotions. And Motion t- and emotions? Motions and emotion. Uh. Our connection to them. Okay. I, and so how a lot of times we can actually change our certain, our, uh, change our current emotional feeling uh-huh. by changing our uh, physical state. Oh. I'll get into that in a little bit more. But this is what you were kind of talking about is celebrating your victories. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can be happy for no reason. We've done so many great things. Sometimes we can, it depends on what you're focusing on, will completely change sort of your whole entire paradigm of what it's so true. you're looking at. It, um, yeah, what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but, like, oh, sometimes, sure. like... When I have things looming in the future that I know that I have to do, mm-hmm. instead of just sitting on it, doing it, I'll notice that my mood in- increases. <gasps> yes. Like, I'll actually be like, oh, okay, that's what's been gnawing at me is the fact that I needed to just do these just things. jump in and just do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the thing. That's so, It's like you're getting motion going. Yeah, exactly. And it's some, like the victories, small victories. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. what we would do at a lot is like changing you, so we'll, I'll get to this in a bit more, but like literally changing your state, change your mind. Mm. So sometimes like if there's something you're procrastinating about, uh-huh. like get up and just dance and because you're going to put mm. yourself into a peak, a more peak state mm-hmm. and then it'll, you'll, you'll like again, you're in motion, Newton's law of motion, I think mm-hmm. it's Newton, but like, you know, once you get that motion, motion builds onto ah. another. Um, or just movement. Movement. 
movement. Move just your head or stretching, your arms. You know. Yeah, if doing, you're not mobile. If you're, you know? Yeah, just doing whatever it is that you can do. Like, But changing, if you change your state, you'll be able to sort of change your mind and that thing. Because what you're doing is you're also interrupting your brainwave patterns uh, by changing your physical state. You're literally uh-huh. shaking it up. Oh, interesting. Um, And that also goes to if you find yourself like in a really sort of negative state. Uh, I love to just shake, like, we were doing this, like, I just shake that ass. You just shake that ass because you're just sort of literally shaking that, like, shaking yourself of mm-hmm. that negative space that you're in mm. that's preventing you and blocking you from being in a beautiful state uh, or taking that those next few states that you need to, to do. No, I think that's good. I, I also do want to be more cautious because as someone who is in a temporary state of, mm. of physical discomfort, sure, yeah. that's, like, one thing that is really kind of, like honed me in Mm. like i really took for granted the privilege that i had of being just mobile totally and being able to pop up and do whatever i Mm. wanted to do Mm -hmm. and like move around totally but you could still do things to be active you know you can roll your neck you can like move your arms move Mm -hmm. your wrist or even just shake where you're sitting yeah i shake my ass from my chair all the time yeah (laughs) i'm shaking it right now you are i see you you're doing it and even that like just sort of like helps it does Uh, but i don't be facing a different direction yeah physically and metaphorically it mm-hmm. just sort of happens um so yeah like you're saying interrupting those negative uh, brainwave patterns like yeah, we have man. choice and one thing too it's like we like really striving to not let outside forces affect us on the inside because yeah. man if you're if we're so affected by all the outside things we have there's eight billion people in the world i have no control over any of them right and if my livelihood depends on what everybody else does Oy. wait i am in the danger zone yeah no thanks um so some questions to ask yourself as you uh you can just take a moment you can rest pause uh, if you want ask a little yourself. a little pause and okay. uh you can should take, i answer them too? You, no. you <laughs> like well i think i know <laughs> So for you, as you're organizing what you want your next year, this year to look like, so what does life look for you on the next level? Mm. Uh, what has been preventing you? What has been preventing you from this happening in the past? Mm. What would need to change now? Mm. What are the two most stressful thoughts that constantly show up in your life? Mm. Uh, for me, I definitely know that it was I like stress and worry was the, my two and so those are the two that I needed to sort of mm. uh, sort of start sort of letting go because again and just fearing about a future that 90% of what we worry about never even happens I know it's true worrying doesn't do anything that's, that's something that I need to work on mm. money could answer all of those questions <laughs> right absolutely and but you can but that's a thing but then you can focus on like what is that thing yeah why that's beautiful is that, that you, important yeah mm-hmm. but that's also beautiful that you know and like you know if I could earn more should I if I could yeah. Uh, be more loving should I and, mm-hmm. and could I and you can sort of then if you know that's going to bring you more joy and happiness and it's maybe like maybe it's okay. time to reevaluate how to get that money absolutely money yeah and it's you know money might not buy happiness but it's sure going to make you know your life a lot easier yeah you never know I just you know throwing that out there it's not necessarily how we feel we have been called the capitalist podcast before All right. by somebody cool. ah. awesome well capitalist society I gotta eat I gotta eat I fool know. can't get that uh, I'd be down to barter but it's not gonna work yeah what you can you get me some can you make me some cookies yeah. person i don't know <laughs> it's just, it's uh, still in the holiday season yeah that's true so also kind of looking at when you're evaluating your goals like what how are you going to add more value to the, those around you yeah. through what it is that you're doing and people respond to that like if it's so mm-hmm. much like well i'm gonna get what i want but like what's the value the added value ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it is that you're you're bringing to something that's good um 
And so there are two, so you've got achievement versus fulfillment. And so there are, uh, you know, he talks about how there's the uh, science of achievement and of fulfill. Science is an achievement and uh, fulfillment is an art. Mm. So like with achievement, there's literally like success leaves clues. So you can literally okay. kind of form- formulate uh, a plan. But the art of what's going to fulfill you, it can it's sort of like ever ever flowing. Oh, and they're not necessarily okay. mutually. Yeah, now I get it. I was a little confused at first, but now I get that like just because you've achieved something doesn't mean that you're going to be fulfilled by it. Which is like we we're saying like with the thing with money is yeah, just gonna just because you got you. more money doesn't mean that you're going to feel good. Absolutely. So then the next key is like how am I going to actually feel? What's what is it? What, what is makes fulfill- me feel good? Exactly. What brings me the fulfillment and so that's why like a lot of it uh comes through the 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 value that you're bringing because we yeah. feel better from that exactly uh there are three forces of creation tony likes to break things down a lot in numbers because it's easier for you to remember them okay uh so three forces of creation uh you have uh focus okay so the power of absolute clarity and community knowing your why if you uh-huh. know your why is why you're going for something uh-huh. it's gonna help you just be really unstoppable and having a strong yes a lot of times when we don't follow through with like goals or things like that it's because we didn't have a strong why mm. Uh, then from that, you're able to take massive action. And then from that, having a grace as you're going about doing things. And so like the more that you appreciate the things that are going on in your life, changing your expectations to appreciation will allow more grace to sort of flow through um, your life. Mm. And this is a great example of, he brought the example of, you know, uh, the bee. So when mm-hmm. a bee gets what it is that it wants, uh-huh. which is what? Pollination. Yes. Pollen. It, gets, it gets nectar, right? Mm-hmm. Or it gets the nectar from like the pollen. Everybody else benefits from the bee going for that thing that it really needs and wants uh, because it then spreads its, you know. Pollinates the flower and then we get the honey. And so it's the same thing like with us. So when you're setting up your goals or your purpose or your Nia. Yeah. Your direction oh, yeah. Bring it back to Kwanzaa. Bring it back to Kwanzaa uh-huh. of what it is that you're going for your life. You know, if we can really organize not only. And that's why it's so great. Like when people go for it is that they want their gifts, their dreams. Everybody else around them begins to benefit as well. You become mm. that bee that's spreading that, you know, pollen. And so you're looking at fulfillment. Also, uh, you're just not a shitty rain cloud. Boom. There it is. <laughs> On the flip side, the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah. You're not a shitty rain cloud. Yeah. Which is what I'm trying not to be. And you know what? I don't feel that. Good. But I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. Okay. You don't see me as a shitty rain cloud that's right now. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. No, I got that. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying not to do that. I'm not feeling that. No, I was like, oh, that kind of came out. No, I got you. Okay, yeah. You're basically I, saying that I'm a nice lady right now exactly. instead of being a shitty rain cloud, not, which sometimes not I feel like. You're my sunshine. Yay. Uh, for fulfillment, you are looking, again, what's going to help you grow uh-huh. and progress. So it's actually not even really about getting what it is that you want, but it's about who you become along that journey. Mm. Because that thing at the end, it's going to be so fleeting. You know when you're going for something? Yeah. The happiness doesn't last. It's like the Miley Cyrus song, The Climb. Yeah, want to elaborate? So. Does think, she talk about yeah, that? Yeah, it's about the it's climb. It's not the exactly. It is about the climb. <laughs> not when you get to the peak of the mountain. It's not about that. <laughs> I so and Tony talks about you were talking about uh, you know he being like oh that fuckitness that you're talking about earlier. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. It's kind of like when we're in that beautiful state, we're just kind of like floating. We're just like I don't really care. Man, that's like the confidence that I imagine um, rich people have. Yeah, and again, like the money, mm-hmm. it does sort of help because there's you know, freedom. White people. And- <laughs> 
because there's freedom and privilege and yes. that, and and there's not a lot of rest in it, and there's not a lot of fear that happens, right? And so that's again, you're trying to eliminate, really, you're trying to dance and examine that fear that's sort of there. You know what? I was this is something that I was also thinking about recently too. Is whenever I give a presentation on library science, or I'm like um, helping somebody with a reference question or formulate a topic, yeah, I ask does that make sense a lot? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, does that make sense? Mm. Oh, did you understand me? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I think that's good. And I also think that it stems from a lot of times that I've given presentations and a lot of men have watched oh. in and told me that I need to ask questions. Mm. Now I see it as insecurity. Oh, I've recently yeah. been thinking, oh, am I insecure that people don't understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Am I insecure in the facts and the help that I'm giving? Yeah. So I am now going to limit the amount of times that I ask, are you understanding? Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I do think oh, that there's true. the confidence that's lacking in there, that yeah. that self-assuredness, mm-hmm. missing the privilege, yeah. because I am a black woman in yep. a in a authoritative position sure. by helping. Yeah. Um and I and I think that the it diminishes the gifts that I'm giving. Yep, absolutely. Because you, again, you've got the receipts. You know mm-hmm. what it is that you're doing, doing. What you're talking about. And so it's just like, come along this ride. And at the end, do you have any questions? Exactly. Boom, you know? Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, like, like you were saying, so when you're able to be in that beautiful state of, like, knowing and trusting that it is, you know, what you're doing, mm-hmm. that bucketness. That uh, confidence shines through and people trust you more. Exactly, exactly. And so another question, take a little pause in the questions or oh. take a I don't know how to Detour? phrase this. Uh, Where you we can going? ask yourself these little questions yeah, yourself. Yeah, okay, here we go. Question time. Yeah. Where do you suffer? What is your favorite flavor of suffering? Ew. Well, it's good to examine these things. I know, but it just sounds like two things that I like, flavor. One thing that I like, flavor. Here's another thing that I don't like. The reason suffering. why is because like he said that we're addicted to problems. Like, it's like we're just uh, lapping it up. So, okay. and these problems create suffering for our, our, ourselves. And so, again, like my favorite flavor of suffering is like over overthinking, worrying, and, and stress. Mm. Uh, so, for me, it was like, really good to sort of look back at those different things. And then I can be aware of, oh, I've got an addic- addiction to this, mm, you know, mm-hmm. and way of operating um so really it comes down to so getting away from that so once you cleared uh those sort of palettes and plates we can start to now uh investigate well how am i going to go about my goals or what's in, what's important to me or how yeah, am i going to yeah. start building this next year for myself right um and a lot of it comes down to like we were talking about earlier is is is, is letting letting go um mm, yeah and i Let's see. Letting your confidence take over for it. Yep. You. Yeah. And so, too, again, it's that dance that comes with dancing with fear. So learning to dance with it. It's not going anywhere. Problems aren't going anywhere. Stresses and worry are not going anywhere. Uh, suffering's not going anywhere. But right. it's like how we choose to sort of navigate and dance with it. I like that. Um, because... Everything, the meaning that we give to things, like things are always happening, but right. we assign the meaning to them. It's true. Yeah. And so for, you know, helpful thing for me is like, okay, even if it's a person or it's a thing, what what am I here to learn from this? A lot of times people will be like, oh, I keep attracting a certain guy into my life. Oh. Life will keep giving you the same lesson. Yeah, unless, until you learn it. Because who's the common denominator? You. Me. It's me. <laughs> I admit it. You know what? Who's always here at this relationship? It's me. <laughs> it's me, you know? And so it's like, oh, okay, there's something that I need to either let go of. And of course, sometimes there's a point where it's like, this person is toxic and dangerous for you. Right. Um. And But if it's a repeating thing, then there's something to sort of look at. Try something new. Break a pattern. 
literally my next word. It's like uh, like a lunatic. Like, oh. well, right? breaking apart. No, okay. <laughs> the de- definition of insanity is oh, trying the same yes, thing over repetition and over again over. without uh, changing. Without changing it, and that's actually I think the word lunatic comes from is I uh, going trying to. Oh, oh, well, that's not the same as insanity. But lunatic is the. I think it was the idea that I they're trying to go to the lunar to the moon, and it was oh, a crazy idea. But well, retire that. There. We've been put that away. There. Put that away. Lunatic is a reality. You're okay to be a lunatic. Yeah, actually, you <laughs> that know just what? means that you're a scientist. You're, oh, oh, I'm a scientist. Thank you. I think outside the box. Okay, amazing. Okay, the last thing I wanted to touch on, and this is the thing that has been really helpful for me in terms of like for focusing all of my goals. Mm-hmm. And especially dealing with like fear and, and nerves mm. is organizing. So there are six human needs uh, and we mm. all have different needs and we usually have two leading ones and peeing and pooping. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they're yeah. Actually, like, uh, so kind of emotional needs. And this is how okay. we actually structure what it is that we do when we go out and we do something or we go out for a goal or why some certain goals uh, don't get fulfilled or why we don't go for certain dreams or things like that, because it's just sort of what we're value- valuing or even mm. like dealing with relationships. And there's uh, pluses and minuses to all of these different categories. So it's just good to sort of take a step back and examine which ones are sort of leading and and which ones do I want to sort of increase in or or whatnot. And there's a difference in order for people on on how they use them. And when you can tell Uh that that's what someone's need is, it can be like, oh, okay, that's what they're going for right now. Uh, It helps you sort of navigate your relationship with them. Yeah. So the first human need is uh, what certainty. Mm, Sometimes we, we really need to value Especially certainty. Especially children. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, there's certain things that give us certainty of like, you know, watching a certain TV show. Oh, right, Watching right. a movie that you've already seen before. That's why people live law and order because it's the same shit. Yeah. Same pattern. And so there's a certain thing that gives us that the sort of comfort. And so for some people, they don't have certainty. It makes them just like, ah, you yeah, know. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes them crazy. It's like when you um, are stepping downstairs and then you do the last <laughs> stair and you think it's there. And it's not there. Whoa. And it's not a fun feeling. No. Uh, uh, and, but then here's the other reverse of that is that so for some people their hu- their greatest human need and and again we all need varying degrees of these yeah. needs people are different uncertainty so that person steps up and they're like woo love that yeah and like here's the thing like sometimes like I uh, I don't relate to that person with the uncertainty for some people they don't <laughs> for some people they love uncertainty slash variety you know okay and in some cases we do need some uncertainty though coming in as well yeah shake it up variety is like the slice of life um, and some Sometimes we like we like we like surprises, but the surprises we know about, the surprises oh, yeah, we want, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. It's also like a nice mix because if you are such a person who needs certainty, you become too rig- rigid. Yes, yes. But if you are someone who loves variety so much and uncertainty, you're way too loosey goosey. Right. Absolutely. So you need to. Find a nice mix between the two. The next human need, the third one, is significance. Hmm. People are hungry. And again, people value these at different sort of I am somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm valuing. You know what I'm valuing. Uh, people need to feel needed and valued. Yes. Um, but sometimes that's also how people can try to, like, you know, tear someone down because they need to feel significant. You it's know, true. there's all these different ways that people use significance. Or you can sometimes, for me, this has been really key when I've been seeing someone where I normally would sort of judge them, be like, oh, why are they acting that way? I'm like, they're looking for significance right it's now. It's true. And so it's been able for me to then be easier for me to help validate them and right. see them and, and not be so judgmental about them because right. I realize that they're just trying to get a human need met. And I have to say this, this is a kind of a flip end and I want to be like super positive sure about things. But mm-hmm. I mean, the meanest thing that I've, I feel like I've 
done. Yeah. Is to somebody who deserved it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was a terrible breakup. Oh, okay. It was a terrible mean breakup. Was to see the person out in public and see through them. Mm, cuz you weren't going to give them that, you know, Nothing. significance. You weren't going to They weren't significant them. to me. You, and that is I think the meanest thing that you can do. Right. Because it's because people it want back, significance. It's their one of their needs, so one of their six human needs. So it's like mm-hmm. again going over this as like, oh yeah, these are those, you know, different needs that people need. Uh fourth need, mm-hmm. love and connection. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. That goes along with significance. You it feel can. significant when somebody loves you. Absolutely. And so the thing is sort of when you organize these things, I would encourage you to always we did this as an exercise. Look at the positive and negative ways that these show up um, in your life. And so these are good. Once you know your needs, it's then going to be the foundation to be able to then go for your goals because you'll kind of look at like, well, what are my real goals and my mm-hmm. values? And and but what is that I'm really needing? And okay, I need a little bit of less of this and a little bit more of that. But the higher state of the last two needs, a lot of people spend their time in these first four four mm-hmm. needs. And sometimes too, if like your need is your greatest need is love and connection, mm-hmm. like it's also gonna be kind of as beautiful that is that is. It can be also really challenging because what happens if again you're not gonna get that from all these other outside sources. Right. Um, so as beautiful as that one is, it can all of these depend on outside. Source, not yourself. Sources. But you can give yourself love. You can. You can. It's not a bad one. It's just mm-hmm. none of them are bad. It's just sort of looking at like how you move and operate. I Can I jump in real yeah, quick? Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out that recently for my birthday, you posted a cutie picture of both of us just saying happy birthday yeah. and like how special it was to get that. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's a hybrid combination of significance and love. Mm-hmm. And, and all- even some uncertainty was there because you didn't know it was get- you were going to get that. No, that was a surprise. Right, variety <laughs> spice of life you know yeah but i also want to emphasize that i think that you need to reciprocate towards the others what people have done to you mm. because i also feel like that's um a good litmus test to see what i tend to give what i want sure sure you know yeah yeah so i feel like what you gave me was so special is that I would want to return something like that for you. Totally, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And two, too, you can also kind of look at, like, for navigating, especially if you're with a partner or something, if you can kind of see what they are, what their needs or values are, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, okay. It can take things so much less personally. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, they're really needing to be certain about this thing. Yeah. Then, okay, I know it's important to them. I can show up to, for them in this exactly. way. Exactly. Look at what they're providing for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then understand that that's their way their of... Way. Mm-hmm exhibiting and showcasing what they need in the world that's yeah absolutely uh the last two are if you can operate and again we usually have two ones that are leading Mm -hmm. um the last two uh it's sort of like a higher sort of state when you're operating as these are your two elevated they're really simple okay what is it growth okay contribution See, we just tapped on that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So it's like, if you can, all these other ones are great as well. And they're, again, there are human needs. We yeah. do need certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection. But mm-hmm. if you can make your first two, mm-hmm. like growth contribution and maybe even love mm-hmm. and really kind of lower, like even somewhat significance, you mm-hmm. know, um, to, to a degree. A lot of those come into play while the other ones are going though. That's it's it, all exactly. interconnected yeah. So that's why like for myself too, is that like when I've been doing like stand up I mm-hmm. look at like okay what are my needs right now okay I'm gonna grow and I'm gonna contribute and it helps to eliminate fear mm. because well my focus is I'm gonna grow tonight so there's no yeah. failure no that's good and I'm about to contribute to people's lives so I'm gonna make them laugh right and so that's good it, for, yeah 
I just feel like growth is something that people need to just look into as it, as it's going to happen. Yeah. Too. Absolutely. It's a goal that's going to happen if you keep going. Mm. Like what we were talking about with like um, having goals. Yeah. Segmenting time. Yep. Looking at it in tiny bites. Yep. You're going to grow no matter what. Yep. 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 Like it's just what happens. That's what's going to gonna happen. Yeah. So to look at it and to take away the worry and the um, anxiety about am I going to grow? Am I going to do that? Yeah. Yeah, like you're gonna do it. Like with pregnancy, everybody's been like, "Congratulations, you're doing a good job." Well, I can't help but grow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, it. that's yeah. what's happening. That's what's happening. Literally, so you're growing. Yeah, and if you are growing in the right way, yeah. by exhibiting love, by yep. contributing to people, mm-hmm. by showing significance, and all of that, yeah, you're gonna grow in a positive direction. Yeah, and I think it just sort of really helped to take that fear aspect out of it because I'm just, it's like, okay, I'm gonna grow right now here mm-hmm. in this instance. You're, you're get, like you said, you can't help but grow. So if you kind of let that be your focus yeah and, and then as you're setting your goals and your dreams and like how you're going to grow and contribute what a beautiful thing because you're expanding and you're helping those around you and think about if everybody in the world really led by that as being your focus it'd be great so i wanted to give you those tools and again like again like things are gonna happen and pop up but just knowing that like you know f- dancing with dancing with fear and that you have choice that you know for me i've been it's been really helpful to change my you know if you change uh change your focus change change your state of mind, it puts you in a better state to be able to navigate and handle the shit out of your life. Exactly. So that was excellent. Good luck creating your goals um, for this year. Uh, I hope that gives you like a nice sort of foundation to be able to uh, have uh, again, a a really beautiful uh, year as you're growing and contributing. 2019 putting in the work. Ooh. We came up with that in a previous episode. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm regrowing. And you just contributed to me. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Genre film fans, hear me. I know you're out there. Do not be ashamed of your love for gore, action, sci-fi, or fantasy. It's time to come out of the shadows. Because on Switchblade Sisters, we celebrate our love for genre films. I'm film critic April Wolf. Each week I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their fave genre film. And we cover film craft, getting projects off the ground, working with actors, and our general love for genre movies. I've had so many great guests like Heather Graham. In the past, it's like so many films are made by men that the female point of view is not always respected, which is why all these stories haven't come out till now. Jennifer's body director, Karin Kusama. I think there's a lot more fantasy and a lot more expectation projected onto a woman director. Comedian and actor, Kate Berlant. I mean, it sounds so cheesy to talk about it in yourself, like, you just keep going, You're, you know, I'm just a vessel, like, I, I just do it, you know, I don't think, but, like, that is what it is. And many others. So check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Us new me, you know. I'm feeling jazzy after that all that uncertainty, getting me out of my rigid. See, I got some up. uncertainty to I you, know. and now you're feeling all growthful and yeah. contributing. Growthful, growthful. I'm feeling very growthful right now. That's good. Oh, uh, last two things I forgot to put on to the last one. Oh. Two other questions that you should ponder for yourself. Okay, you what are, am I thinking about? Uh, so look at the positive and negative ways that these need to show up in your life. Mm. Um. And what has been your top two 
What does it cost you? You have to answer this right now. I know. Oh, yeah, share with the listeners right now, Nick. Eh? No, this Back was like in 1996. Journal. Oh. Well, what I did was, uh, what does it cost you? And then what should your two needs? Uh, what, what what do you want your two needs to be as you're moving forward uh, to help get you to your next uh, next level? I like that because you're always growing. Always growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. That's, That's it. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I love it. A lot of tips to get us going. Just you know, just to reconfigure yourself, figure it out. It's you can always do this at any time of the year, but you know, at the beginning of the year, it's a, nice, a nice place. Little, you know, reset, it figure together. it out, see where you're in, check in. Also, it's really helpful too. I forgot to mention is also you know finding mentors in different ways. Sometimes yeah. it's looking at also it's it's reading people's books that really inspire you. If there's yes. someone who's in an industry that really inspires you, yeah, uh, or someone who just in generally inspires you, like Michelle Obama, yeah. I uh, in, in or if you can find a physical mentor, it's gonna help you so much. Like find someone who's like crushing it at the thing that like you really want to yeah. do I just feel like ingesting information I mean duh I'm a well, librarian yeah. <laughs> but ingesting information as much as possible yeah. will get you to levels that you didn't know about yourself you'll understand different things that you like yeah. don't like I think it's good to understand things that you don't like too True. yeah absolutely and that's okay yeah you know like I don't like yoga okay and that's okay. And you try, you tried it. You went through it. You did yeah, it. Yeah, I did it for me. But I can't say that I don't like Pilates because I've never tried it. Okay, you Ooh, know, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like you don't. You got to try it. You got to be open for it. You got to be accepting of it, and then yeah. you got to understand yourself about it. And then yeah, you just sort of like let that go. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing too that's helpful is finding accountability groups or support groups to mm. sort of help you go through these things. I formed an accountability group and it's just, it's three of us mm-hmm. from the Tony Robbins conference mm. and we just do like a weekly 15 minute sort of check in with each oh, other. Yeah. Through like Google phone or Google, Google or Google bot, Google. <laughs> um, <laughs> Through the Google, yeah, and I Google we just sort of everything. like let us know like what are the things that we're looking to you know our five to thrive for the week or the things that we want to try to work on this week or accomplish and then just speaking it out there yeah. like, helps you to hold yourself accountable and then you're also going to be inspired by the other people around you who are also going for those things because metal sharpens metal. Yeah, that's great. I love that, and it doesn't even like I love that you guys actually have it's an accountability group, mm-hmm. but sometimes it can take form in other ways like a book club. Yeah, or um, a crafting group yes or gaming I know that there's a lot of people that do like Dude. tabletop gaming mm-hmm. or just gaming in general yeah. and it's it's connection yeah which is super or important. even like he got gaming oh. or she got gaming okay you know you're just like trying to pa- practice your max sure is this 1995 what's happening now I haven't been on a date in a while <laughs> James. I don't mean to out myself. It's been a while. Practice your max. I don't know what they're Return doing. Return of the, the Mac. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. going back. It's 2000 whatever. Who knows? 19. It's the aughts. No, it's not the aughts anymore. It's the teens. Didn't we have this conversation yes. on podcast yeah, air? Yeah, we did. And off. I know, man. So we got a tweet of the week. A tweet, tweet. First tweet of the year. Yeah. So I want to commend our listeners. You guys have been doing a really bomb-ass job promoting us. If there's a list where somebody's like, oh, can you tell me yeah. about Black Podcast? They'll be putting our name on there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sharing it out. There's a lot of tweets about our Kwanzaa episode. Yeah. Thank you. Which I'm also excited because like, it's, yeah. it's our third year It's an old-ass episode. It, Thanks, guys. I, again, but also we set out to try to make 
a Kwanzaa, like a, what's a, not a like historical a thing, but like also just like a thing that gets used, like the annual, like yeah, you watch Charlie Brown how many times? That shit's been going around since like 40 years now. No, so we've got, we're there. Kwanzaa episode, mm. gonna keep going. Mm. But I wanted to shout out, this is just like a nice little collection of, it's somebody shouting us out. Oh. It's a thread that they created called hashtag audio drama Sunday. Oh. This is from at, um, I'm so glitter, which is a great handle. Dope. Um, they um, shout out some other podcasts at um, WTF Frequency Pod, at Girls in Space Pod, at Pod Musical. I'm just giving back. Yeah, pay. yeah, yeah. But then they also shout out us. Yeah. And they wrote up such a cute little thing. So they go check out at Minority Corner, which is not technically an audio drama, but brings the drama. Ooh. Every week, hosts Neke and James discuss everything from history to current events to pop culture, but mostly Janet Jackson. Ha! It's <laughs> like Blue's so Clues, well. only more black, queer, and ladylike. Damn, I'm thank you really, for that. And like really knowing us to our roots. Yes. You know? And like. We do talk about Janet a lot. In a tweet. And that's a very concise tweet. First of all, I want to give you. Do you, you want to be on our PR team? I want to give you a snap. <laughs> I can't write a tweet to save my life because I concise is not my friend. No, no, I don't know her. I don't. I don't know how to know her. But concise is not my friend, and that is like so much information and a very well done concise tweet. Like, I thought it was excellent. So thank well, you for that tweet. That was there, awesome. Are there the Tweety Awards? Because I know, I'd like to one. nominate you for a Tweety. Yeah, exactly. Be on our PR team. We have no money, but thank you. You'll get hugs. And uh, maybe a enamel pen. Yeah. Or a t-shirt. Where are you getting this from? We'll find it. Okay. We'll make it. We didn't say that they're minority corner enamel pins. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're not holding me accountable to that. Exactly. Not going to get me accountability group. <laughs> Woo! Um, well, here we are into the new year. I'm just so excited to kick this off. And I'm also excited that I get to, like, be in the new year-ish yeah. with you kicking yeah, things Yeah, we're off. well into it at this point, and supposedly. And just being close and next to you. Yeah, I know. In a new room. New year in a room together. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. No, nope, not going to make that <laughs> reference. It's going to make, like, no. Nope, we're not crossing not that line. It. I'm sorry. Not crossing it. Well, I hope that you guys are all off to you all, not just you guys, but you all. Yeah, so everybody. myself. Oh. I like that. I'm somebody, somebody, and nobody gonna bring me down. So you are somebody, and you better wake up and pay attention. And uh, that's it. James broke me. Yep. This is the. (laughs) That was the best. All right. You know, thank you guys once again. I really want to thank you guys. And thank thank you all. Oh, I'm so sorry. Once again, you were just doing it, and then I just pop into it. I'm sorry. I gotta check myself. I'm growing. Growing, and you're contributing because someone else is like. Hey, I might be that somebody. Yeah, you all. Yeah, you all. Uh, And big thank you to Woody for editing our podcast. So great. This new year, we appreciate and love you. Such a contribution to the team. Oh my god, we wouldn't be. I don't know. I'd be in a gutter, like trying to like gold off of like a can. If um, it'd just be sad, it would be a weird dream. It'd be raining. Why is there gold on the can? I need it. Why? I need it again. I'm looking in all the wrong places. Gutter. I'm I'm in all the wrong places and you, nothing's yeah. going right. So just editing really got you. <sighs> thanks, Woody. Thank you, Thank Woody. You. And thanks. you've saved <laughs> James from a life of weird. It's hop- I was looking for a hot pocket. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Minority Corner. Because together we're, we're the, the majority. majority. Woo!
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.